Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Well, good afternoon. So glad that you're with me today and that you are really willing to put this time into really understanding what an amazing life God wants to have for you and what he wants to do through you. And I really, and I have to say, I really appreciate all of you that are, are, are emailing me and commenting about how much the show is helping and that I'm very encouraged by this because we really do want to be change agents. And so we're going to talk this entire week about influence. And what is your influence on the people around you? What is your influence in this world? Is it good? Is it mediocre? Is it bad? Because remember, this show is always to help us be a person that reflects Christ, that points the world, all those people we interact with, that points them to Jesus. And we want to be attractors, not detractors of Christianity. We want to be different in a good way. We want to change the world one person at a time. Jesus had no technology, and he was called the three-mile-an-hour God, because this is always fascinating to me. The pace of humans is three miles an hour. And so up until really, um, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, when, when the fastest thing a person could do was get on a horse. So imagine the Israelites trying to get to the promised land walking three miles an hour. And this is what Jesus did. He walked everywhere, and he went three miles an hour. But he was the most influential person of all times. He changed the world one person at a time in so many ways. It's about his relationship with people that is most notable. That's what's talked about the most is how he interacted with people, what he did with people. And, and I'm an, I really like this. This is a, Jesus is considered the um, greatest comeback of all times. He was on sport, uh, the cover of Sports Illustrated in 2001. And he was called the greatest comeback of all time. And the, the Sports Illustrated was covering the Baseball World Series in which the Diamondbacks recovered from this slump to defeat the New York Yankees, and in the last inning of the final game, they won. And it started the editors thinking about the greatest comebacks of history. So they produced their list of the 10 top 10 comebacks of all time. And so this was the, the Sports Illustrated list was quite a, a quite electric one. Elvis Presley was on it, right? Muhammad Ali, Harry Truman made the cut owing to his 1948 victory over Thomas Dewey when all the polls had had him losing by large margins. Michael Jordan gave up baseball and returned to his first love of uh, 
and, and he found his top spot on the 10 comebacks in history. Even humanity was on the list. After recovering from the Black Plague of the 14th century, where 25 million Europeans died. And so number two among the all-time comebacks was Japan and Germany, devastated by World War II, but becoming world economic powers within the generation. And then number one, as named by the, sport, by the editors of Sports Illustrated magazine, this is November 12th of 2001, the issue was the greatest comeback of all times was Jesus Christ. I mean, th this is amazing. I, I was aghast. I couldn't believe it. I was like, am I really seeing this? This wasn't like Christianity Today. This was Sports Illustrated. And there they are acclaiming Jesus' victory over death as the most impressive comeback of the ages. I, I think it's, it was stunning. It was stunning to think that even Sports Illustrated gets what Jesus Christ has done. This is how influential Jesus was on this earth. He still is the most influential character ever. And Jesus is coming back. So if you think the first time was spectacular with the angels and the star and the magi, and I mean, get ready to be shocked because this, this second coming is going to be over the top. Jesus is always topping himself. We're told every knee will bow, every knee will bow, even if they don't believe in him. Every tongue of every human will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So that, it's amazing to me, the greatest comeback. I, I just loved it. I, and the best you know, news about Christ is, is still remaining because we're still waiting. So think about influence and where you influence and being an influencer. And what would that mean? What does that look like for you? Because everybody influences people in their own unique way. I influence people in, in the way I do. My husband does it in his way. My mother does it in her way. My, my best friends. Even my producer, Jeremy, influences people in amazing ways. Because he's so helpful to me. So I want you to think about how do you influence people? And I want you to think about this idea of respect and self-esteem. And self-esteem really is about esteeming something. If you esteem something, it means you admire it. So if we want to be influencers, we want to be doing admirable things. See, it's not about just, it's not about liking yourself. It's about self-esteem means I'm doing admirable things so that I esteem myself as do other people. When, when I have good self-esteem, this means I have good behaviors. And that's a positive influence. It helps people to aspire to be better people. So we influence people by what we do, and we influence people by what we don't do, and what others see us doing without our even knowing they're watching us. And so what, what is this influence? 
Well, influence actually, literally, is a flowing in, into or on, and it's referring to substances that are spiritual or too subtle to be visible, like inspiration. Hence, the word was formally followed by into. Influence was into. So God has influence into the very essence of all things. It's not followed by an on, an in, or a with. It's into the essence of things. So you have to remind yourselves, how much do people influence you? How much are they in you? How much is their life flowing into you? And, and in my practice, there are many times I have to help people remove people from their life because of the influence that they have on them and how corruptive they are. So we, we want to be the person that inspires people to aspire to be a better version of themselves. So in a general sense, influence denotes power whose operation is invisible and known only by its effects, or power whose cause and operation are unseen. It's kind of like an aroma. What lingers? So you want to think about what, what, what lingers from you? What, what, what do you do that when you're not around the people or the person, what, what lingers? Are they inspired? Do they have more hope? Are they healed? Are they encouraged? Is their spirit lightened? Or is the aroma that you leave one of despair, disdain, uncomfortability, feeling sick? And these are really important things to think about as, as, as in terms of being a Christian. What is influence? What am I? What is flowing in to people's lives as they interact with me, as they know me. So it's kind of like power, like celestial bodies are supposed to exert on terrestrial, right? So it's the influence of the planets on the birth and the fortunes of men, an exploded doctrine of astrology is what we got from that. But see, this means there has to be a power first because without power, there's no influence. And so even though we're not believing in astrology, that's, that's part of when, when you think about what influence is. People are thinking that these celestial bodies are influencing their fate. So without power, there's no influence. So this power is either real or it's perceived, it's believed, and when perceived and believed because it has been proved. So gravity, for instance, very powerful influence in our lives before it could ever be proven. So when you really consider what influence you have, are you a grounding person for people? Do you help ground them in a positive manner? Or do you grind them? What's the influence you have? Do you help them aspire to be better? Or do you lead them astray? 
So what are, what are people that influence you? Teachers, pastors, lovers, employers, your parents, babysitters, your friends, movie stars, right? I mean, think of how, how many times you can watch a really good movie and you get inspired by the character. It's not necessarily a real person, but it's the, it's the influence that it has on you. It's not really able to be seen because the person isn't, is a character. But the character, the idea, influence, influences you. So who should have the greatest influence in our lives? And this is, this is important. Who do you allow to influence you? And who influences you the most? Who do you believe in? So the Trinity, God, Son, the Holy Spirit, this should be the greatest influence in our life. So if this is the case, then he would be able to use all the above and more as vehicles of influence. All those friends, family, these types of things, right? Neighbors, employers, movie characters. Because you want to remind yourself, you either are influenced by these things to, to be better or you get influenced to say, I don't want to be like that person. Wow. I, I don't want to do what they do. It's a bad influence. So I'm either inspired to be more like that person or inspired to be less like this person. So think about who or what influences you the most in your life or has in the past. See, the what could be a person, a place, an experience. Or it, it, it could be a, a power that God has to really work through their thoughts, their moods, their decisions. So think about what influences your decisions, your thoughts, your behaviors, your moods. Music, art, sports, all these things can be inspiring. It's that unseen force that inspires to either be more like it or to be less. So think about a moral power, the power of truth operating on our mind, or persuading or dissuading as the influence of motives, or arguments, or prayer. So sometimes we say, you know, arguments had, the arguments had no influence on the jury. The magistrate's not popular. He has no influence on the people, or he has great influence. Think of how much Jesus influenced the world and continues to. So we want him who lives in us to be the greatest influencer so that people are experiencing him through us. So physical power is also another influencer. Power that affects natural bodies by unseen operation, like the rays of the sun have influence in whitening clothes. clothes. The rays of the sun have influence for the plants to grow. 
And so this, this is, we, we have physical power that also is an influencer. And if you've ever been with someone that has great strength, or you've been with someone that has, has talents, that physical power, right, is very influential. This is why, the, the, why men, women, children, pets, right, we oftentimes need to protect the weaker. And that power that a man has that is different than what a woman has should be a positive influence, not an oppressive one. And thankfully, the world is better in that manner. And people can and should be safer. Think of police officers. If we have police officers that are breaking the law, what does that influence? It's a terrible influence. But think about the police officer or the fireman that uses their physical power to save, to protect humans. Think about when it comes to emotionality, the power of acting on a sensibility or, or the influence of love or grace or forgiveness. It's amazing power with those. And then we certainly have spiritual power. It's the immediate power of God on the mind, his divine influence on us, the way the Holy Spirit influences us. So what has power over you? What overpowers you? What is one of the greatest influencers in your life? Do you have a, a, a great friend that has deep um, spiritual, um, uh, um, a great deep spiritual life and, and it influences you in a really positive direction where you want to aspire to be more like that. You depend on their spirituality and their faith. Because think last week, we, we talked all about faith last week. And by faith, what faith, how faith can influence Think of, think of how you feel when someone has faith in you. So ask yourself, what influences me the most? So to, how about to move by, by moral power, to act on and affect the mind and the will? It's the persuading or the dissuading of, some, uh, of something. So when you hear a great speaker and you walk away saying, wow, I really needed to hear that. I really want to aspire to that. So when we're influenced, we're moved, we're excited, we're affected, we're persuaded. It's that affecting power. It's inducing someone to do something. It's, it's producing so think of all the different ways that you see influence and how you, how you may have been influenced by the wrong information. You know, we have a lot of that happening in our political, um, the political arena right now. And what, what do you believe? How, how do you know what to believe? How do you know what's true? So God doesn't want to change, quote-unquote, who you are. 
He wants your character to be changed so that you truly are who he created you to be and then are able to influence in only the way you can, your unique way of influence, a godly influence of great power to change the world, change your family, change neighbors. So it's that influence of change, of direction, it's having integrity, honesty, virtue, kindness. Because God blesses character. God prospers character. Think of a Lamborghini, a, a Ferrari, if it's misused, not taken care of, used for all the wrong reasons. It still is a Ferrari. It's just not a good one. May not be very usable, reliable, or dependable. Not a good version of that car when it gets misused and not taken care of. So are you taking care of you? Are you, are you managing you? Are you aspiring for good character? Are you practicing discipline? And I don't mean like, you know, control and trying to be perfect. I mean saying, I really want to have godly character. So what was Jesus like? And am I, I allowing Christ to influence me on an ongoing basis? So this is a really Im, a, an important topic that we're going to be, we're really going to be delving into in this, in this entire week. Because this is part of being a Christian. This is part of really being a change agent for the world. And that Christ's life was not in vain. So do you pray with confidence that God hears and desires to answer your prayers? Are you praying with a surrendered spirit? Are you ready to relinquish the gifts that he gives so that you really glorify his name? Because only in eternity will it really fully be revealed, the influence that we have on the world when we pray. And so we want to be courageous. So think about those qualities that, that maybe come naturally to you. Like some people are just naturally kind, right? Some people are naturally honest. Some people are naturally strong-willed. So think about the qualities that you have that come naturally to you. And are you managing them well? Are you using them to truly positively influence people? And then are you adding to your life maybe things that don't come as naturally to you? And really asking God to, to help you be who he originally designed you to be before, right, the fall. Because he had us all in mind. So this is Cynthia Hyde with Conversations with Cynthia. I'm so glad you joined me today. And I want you to watch how you influence people and how you are influenced by people, places, and things. And what influences you and how you want, what's the aroma you want to leave that you want to linger 
So God bless you. Have a great day. We're going to talk more about it tomorrow. Make sure you look, uh, check out the website and listen to the podcast. Send them to your friends. And God bless you. To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.